Welcome to Causing the Effect, where we will connect and change the mind and body. Everybody, welcome to another episode, super casual convo with the man Raj. First three time around here. Um, I just love you, Raj. I'm not gonna lie. I love this guy. Uh, and he, everything everybody says about Raj is completely accurate. He's the calmest guy ever. And I just, I, I just, he was odd here for like three seconds before. I was just, I just did a, you didn't even see it, Raj. I just did a, ah, it was very nice. <laughs> but me and Raj were just yeah. talking about, um, because this is what's happening with me now with COVID situation. He's been locked down for a little longer. And it's like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. And everybody keeps talking to me about it in my gym and this and that. Is that is that bad of me to just not want? Because then I feel like, am, am I pushing this away too much? Like, should I confront it? How have you been handling that? Yeah, I felt very similar to you. And firstly, on your comment about the calmest guy, I keep getting that. People keep saying to me, I'm the calmest guy they know. And I'm like, you must know a lot of people, but it's, it's great to have that title, right? Like, I'm, I'm very proud of that. <laughs> but yeah, secondly, on the, on the COVID stuff, like I'm trying to be the same as you. I don't want to talk about this stuff because I know that I can control what's in my world and my view on things, my state of mind. I can't control what's going to happen. So what's the point of me talking about it? Yeah, it's not very good. It's, it's, we can't do certain things, you know, that's a fact and everyone knows that. But talking about it doesn't really help. And people think that talking about and complaining about things, not just COVID, everything, right? Complaining about things makes you feel good. It doesn't. It doesn't really do that. It makes you, it makes you attract more of that stuff, really. <laughs> right? Dude, I feel like it's like the, everybody's just like picking a scab. And this is like what they're trying to do to me. And yeah. then, I don't know if they want to get me out of my thing, but I just feel like it's a little selfish of me because when they say it, I like I want to have the control to stop them. And I wonder if you were feeling that. I know freaking Sensei Raj don't feel that way, but like I want to, I want to kill somebody. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I feel that a lot. Like I'm, I'm kind of thinking to myself, like they're causing themselves pain, and then I don't want to talk about this thing to fuel them more or fuel myself more. I just acknowledge it, right? I'm like, yeah, you're right. Um, it's not so good. But I won't add fuel to the fire by saying, yeah, it's really bad. You know, I wish this and I wish that. Because then that just makes people even more want to talk about it, right? It just adds fuel to the fire. So I guess for me, I'm just being neutral in the way I approach these I guess that's a great way to be with it because I'm kind of giving into it sometimes. And I'm like, you guys aren't getting it. I go off my, my little tangent. Like we've been doing this for nine months, but I, that's the best way to do it. Like with any uncomfortable feeling, right? Just kind of sit with it. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Keep, go, go fodder about it or this or that. And now uh, we're having the um, the inauguration this yeah. week and everybody's like, what's going to happen? Trump's not going to leave the White House. I'm like, guys, yeah. really, I, I know it matters. Like, to, and then yeah. I say it doesn't matter, and then you see, and it's like a whole thing. You look like you don't care, and it's. Yeah. This is yeah. what I'm dealing with this week, Raj. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot going on out there, right? Yeah, just a little bit, but we'll hope. I think um, yeah. 2021 is not going to be as easy as everybody thinks, but I still think yeah. it should be. Um, I, I think for me and you, at least, we. I feel like I woke up a lot in 2020, but for 2021, I'm hoping it's like everybody else catches up and we can kind of start focusing on what's important. Cause I, I just had um, a great conversation with the, one of the leading experts, strength conditioning coaches of the Red Sox, um, right. Michael Borland. It's just like all, everything's so connected to mindset and like everything that we talk about is I really 
think it's like the foundation of it. And even, you know, to give everybody a little sense of where this whole, ep- this is like an impromptu episode. I was having uh, a lot of writer's block with comedy and Raj with his fantastic life coachness that he does. Just a simple little thing. I don't even know what you said. I don't even know how you do it. I don't like a magician because <laughs> it was just five days. Um, and instead of looking at it, well, you explained what you were telling me because you could. Yeah. So I basically, you kind of said to me, um, you're having a struggle with getting yourself into that place where you can write and you're inspired and, you know, you're in the zone. And I said to you, why, why do you think it's coming up? Why is it such a challenge? Um, because usually what I find is it's not as simple as we think is, oh, I'm lazy or I don't want to do it or I'm procrastinating. It's usually there's, there's no reward of doing anything, right? We only do anything if we have a reward. Like if you say to me, we're gonna go eat some chocolate cake, I know I'm gonna feel good after, right? And if I say to you, you're gonna write some comedy, you're only gonna wanna do it if you think that um, it's gonna make you feel good or you're gonna get something out of it. So I said to you, how about you try a challenge for, I think I said five days or something. Five days, yep. How about you try a five day challenge and um, just say to yourself, build a reward into this so if for example i write my comedy today i will go and chill out with um, my friends or i'll go and do something i like to do build this reward system in and if you don't do it build a punishment system in because then you know okay i haven't done it so i can't do this now so then it's like training your mind to say okay um, there's there's something in it for me and also the other thing i mentioned to you was really understand how you're going to feel after you do this thing. Visualize in the future and say, if I was to write this and let's say there's a small chance that it's a good piece, even though if you don't think it's going to be a good piece and you have your doubts and fears, like everyone does, right, with everything. If you think there's like a 5% chance that it will be useful, it's better than not doing it, right? Then you have a 0% chance. The, The not doing it is you have no chance at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's basically Raj said this and, you know, I thought about it for a little bit, the leverage I was trying to figure it out. And the simple point to me was just, I will, be, I, my goal or what I will get out of it, my chocolate cake would be yeah. becoming the comedian that I want to be farther down the yeah. line. And I think the problem you know, with, with, with COVID here is you're not performing. So you're not really seeing it. And so there really isn't yeah. a, there's you you could look at it like you're getting nothing out of it, which is the way I was really looking at it. What's the point? I'm just going to kind of, I would have procrastinated until three weeks out till, till things open. It would have been a disaster, but five days in a row banged it out. And I really would say, I think I had some sort of breakthrough with just connecting the pieces of comedy writing. Cause you know, it's yeah. a skill like anything else. Yeah. And that was, I'm really appreciative of that brother. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad I could get you through And Sometimes it's these simple things, these brain tricks, right? It You make it seem very simple, but like the way, <laughs> dude, what you're doing and like, I, I, I'm not trying to blow smoke up his ass because I like him, but yeah. like, it's, it's a mix of things that you're putting together between the fitness, the doing, the RPMs, yeah. they call in Tony Robbins results proven, but you're taking a spiritual approach, which makes it mm more enjoyable for me to look at it though. And even just your little pep talk doing it. And I'm sure your, your, your clients feel this way. Um, yeah. Cause I just feel like with the, the Tony Robbins one, it's good. I love my coach, all that stuff, but it's almost like you're the doing, you're just doing. And 
I'm yeah. not being. And this is the problem I'm having. And I know we, we discussed it a little bit. I'm wondering how you balance this different levels of Raj, the spiritual Raj. I know you put it all together in your morning yeah. routine, but you have to become the IT guy at some point, right? You have to yeah, yeah, turn yeah. on the light. How do you go about doing that? How, how have you solved these different pieces of the puzzle that are different? Yeah, exactly. For, for me, it's all about balance because I used to like even with the fitness and the exercise and the nutrition I used to go all in to know everything do everything perfectly like you know the choosing the right weights choosing the right sets the right workouts the right plan everything in place I was a machine and it was great but it wasn't giving me what I really wanted I was just doing without having much focused and much space to explore so that for me the being mode is the space of exploration of reflecting and you know looking at what I'm doing with my time saying okay this was useful this was not um and it just creates that because really if I was to go really deep on it and I'm gonna go deep for a moment um, yes I'm gonna go deep on it and I'm gonna say this is the the yin and yang approach that Taoism um, and even Hinduism taught, right, the, the balance of the two worlds, because they can't exist as one has, one is overweighted and the less other one is not, because really they're working in a way that the unmanifested, which is when you're not doing, the unmanifested world means that you can actually grab opportunities when, you're, when you have space, when you're not doing anything, you get those ideas, you get those moments, you recharge, and that's where your best ideas come from. Then you can go and start doing because you've got the right state of mind. You're calm. You're not thinking through everything. Because the other, the other part of the doing mode is all thought-based, and it, it can get dangerous when you start listening to your ego and you start doing things which you don't really need to do. So this for me, it's got to be a balance of sitting down with myself every morning and staying, getting myself so silent, so peaceful, thoughts are continuing to come, but I'm channeling energy when I'm not doing anything. So if you looked at me, you'll be like, this guy's just sitting on the floor doing nothing. Inside there's like roller coasters going on. There's energy flowing through my entire body from top to bottom. And I'm grabbing and channeling all this energy in my and it's coming directly from the, the being, the soul, rather than just this brain. You know, it's coming through my whole body, not just this one part. And then when I'm done with that, now I can use this energy to do stuff. So it really starts with getting rid of all the crap in my head, emptying out, and then creating new energy, then going to use it, if that makes sense. No, and it definitely, and the, the, the one thing you said earlier that really hit me was that you know, you, you were like a machine and yeah. that's kind of what I feel like. Like, and, and for me, the balance, this yin and yang, we always yeah. talk about it here, the ego, the self, the doing, the not all this stuff. It's the same yeah. idea, yeah. right? I've exactly. always up for the last, up till, till I was 27, 28, I was more of the, the lazy guy. Didn't want to do much. And now yeah. I'm the doing, and I'm like, I flipped the coin, but I'm still, I can't figure out this balance. So, so from what you're saying is yeah. you're really, you really take your morning to focus on the being piece and get that, yeah. Because for me, it's, it's always, I, I keep saying, and maybe that's what the answer, I just have to wake up and do it because I keep trying to find a moment to do the being. But the second I click into that 9 a.m. work starts, day job, I'm just like going. 
Um, is there other things you do to bring yourself into that throughout the day? And maybe, you know, when you get stressed at work and with the real, you know, day job and all that stuff? Yeah, for sure. Like when I, I find myself veering away from my true self, I call it, you know, I, I get into this ego state and I, I'm, and it, it's not like as bad as it used to be, but I'll, I'll feel tension and I'll feel like so much is going on in my head and cloudy. And I'll, I'll say to myself, hold on, who's driving the car right now? And that's something I've stuck with. Who's driving this car? Is it the ego? Is it the thoughts? Am I in the back seat of this car right now? You know, I literally visualize myself. Am I in the back seat while someone else is driving me somewhere? I need to get back in the front seat. I need to get back in the driver's seat. So I will do some moments of sometimes I just just even now before the interview, I, I sat down for five minutes just to get clear in space. And now I'm I'm back. I'm right. I'm ready, really. So I'll sometimes take five minutes, I'll sit down, I'll start channeling energy, I'll just be silent. Um, I'll do different types of things. Sometimes I'll go for a walk. Um, really, it's all about the silence and the space of not doing anything. So yeah, I just to answer your question, I would sometimes take moments in the day, usually in the middle of the day. So yeah, because maybe that's again. I think part of the story I, I tell myself is like five minutes yeah. is not enough to to get to that space. And just so everybody understands, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Raj, we're talking about the idea of the yin and yang. It's the yin in Chinese philosophy is is acceptance, and the the yang yeah. is action. And yeah. this is the 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 conundrum that I think a lot of us feel um, with ourselves, but. Um, you know, it, it's, it's interesting that I, I could, I've played both sides of this coin in my life. And it's like, how do you find the balance? How have your, have, have you have a client or two that have an issue with this same thing? It's, it's probably pretty common, I would imagine. Yeah, it's, it's super common. Um, for example, I have a client who does a lot of exercise, right? Similar to me in the past, a lot of exercise. When there's tension exercise um doing some intense stuff right that was what i used to do when i was super stressed i'll go and lift some heavy weights and i'll feel great after but what i've said to her is what if you don't have to do anything and she's like well that doesn't make sense <laughs> i'm like yeah what if you don't have to do anything at all and you just have to sit there and she's like well that would be difficult and i'm like so that would be more difficult than going and sweating and you know spending an hour in the gym or whatever and she's like yeah um, so it, it's an uncomfortable situation. But what she started to do now is um, she's meditating every so often. I think she's, I'm getting her to slowly build it into her life. Because of course, I don't expect everyone to say, I'm going to meditate every single day. It's a, it's a, sometimes it's not that easy for everyone. It's got to be built in as a once a week, twice a week. Or I set people challenges now, right? Similar to the thing I, I set with you, five days, I'll say, let's do a seven-day meditation challenge. And you do 10 minutes every day without fail. And you tell me that you're going to commit to this. You tell me you're 100% going to do this. If you can't say that, then like, how do we make this easier? But usually they say yes. They're like, seven days, fine, easy. So once that habit starts building in, and I have put them, made them accountable to this and say, okay, you're going to do this. You're definitely going to do this. And they say, yeah, sure. That's it. They're accountable. They're going to do it. They can start getting used to it. And I tell them, you're going to feel uncomfortable. It's not easy. I've been meditating for a long time and I still feel uncomfortable at times. So it's really just 
helping them shift these patterns and bring things in slowly. So now she's been doing it for a while. She's seeing things so differently. She's accepting herself. She's finding opportunities in, in life of like better people to meet. She's saying to me, there's a new chapter starting in my life where some of the people that were in my life before don't fit in. So, you know, something's happening there and it's all just because she's doing less. And she's finding that space. Oh, man, that, that that's great. And then now this this little five day, seven day technique would that work? If somebody's listening, if they told that to themselves, or is it because a friend? Is it because somebody you respect is telling you that, and you're kind of playing a fun little game? How does that work? Is it like a reticular activating system thing where you're just like, oh, that's yeah. the goal, and I want to hit that? Yeah, it's an interesting one because it, it's, I think the fact that I've challenged her and, you know, for example, I challenged you, we know each other. And then I've said to you, are you going to make sure you're going to do this? And as soon as you've said yes, it's almost like you've shook my hand and you've agreed. We've made a contract. And it, it's kind of a, in psycho psychological terms, it's, it's almost game theory, right? It's almost we've played a game. We've exchanged something. You've said yes. And you've agreed to what I've said. We you made an agreement. son of a bitch. <laughs> exactly. We've made a business agreement. And that's how I get people to do stuff. Because <laughs> they, they will play into it because I know it's the good for them. And then I won't, I won't force things onto people that they're not comfortable with. Right? I'll say, how do you feel about this? Out of a 10. If they say, oh, it's a five. I can't do this. I'll say, okay, forget about it. Let's not do it. But if they say, yeah, easy. For sure, I can do that. Okay, let's shake hands. Let's commit to this. Let's say you're going to do it. Because then that, they're going to they're gonna remember that they've committed to it. They want to do it. I'm going to ask them about it. For example, I asked you, how's it going? You said, yeah, I've done it. You don't want to tell me that you haven't done it. People don't like to, you know, lose. In let games. people, and let people, for me, let, letting people down is like, is a, is a, is a exactly. crutch. Yeah. You don't want to let me down, but then you also don't want to let yourself down, your pride. You've said, I'm going to do this. Imagine coming to me and saying, Raj, I didn't even try. You would feel like crap, right? So it's, it's just building that motivation in someone by getting them to do something that was their own idea, really. I'm just the person shaking their hand. If that and makes I, sense. I, dude, I... I, I know, I know. And I, I think there's something about the way, like, like you said, you're, you're, you have everybody's best interest. Like, you know, you could exactly. easily, I think people who use it for bad, that would be called deception and manipulation, but it's yeah. simple. You're using your powers for good. It's like, you're a Jedi. You're just, you're, you're light side. <laughs> exactly. And, it, and really all I'm doing is saying the things that you want to do. I'm just reflecting back what I'm hearing. You say to me, Raj, I, I want to write comedy and I don't know what's happening. And I say, okay, how about you try this challenge? If you were to say, no, no way, that's, I don't want to do that. That's hard. I'll say, fine. I'm not forcing anything on anyone. I'm just saying, if you think you want to do it and you think it's a good idea, I'm just giving you a challenge. You say yes or no, right? Simple. Dude, don't be telling me these tricks. My, I don't want my subconscious knowing that this is what you're doing. Because I cut, you know, I I, I kind of had an idea, and I was like, oh, okay, this is yeah. whatever it is. He knows the he knows the like. Sometimes yeah. I don't want to know the 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 problem, but that's really interesting because yeah, yeah. even you know, uh, it's it's th this whole this whole doing and being and I've gone yeah. so back and forth with trying to just figure out. I, I think we know by this point, being who you're really meant to be is the the, yeah. the coolest part because it really comes out the in, yeah. like me when when I had this gut feeling when I was about to get married like this wasn't right 
did I yeah. create the divorce for the marriage or was that just my intuition telling me this is not right for you? Right. These are things like I always ponder, mm. like what, what is the point of the being and doing and finding it? But the, the, I guess the, the answer here is the balance, right? Finding exactly. this balance. So you're taking your morning to be with yourself. It's not yeah. a selfish thing because you're not taking it. And then you basically give back to everybody. And yeah. I'm sure if you didn't do that, you would not be as optimized as you would be. Exactly. I, I spend that morning in silence most of the time, just getting inside of myself and getting rid of the, the fuzz and the, the haze, the smoke almost, blowing the smoke away and clearing out to what's left. And what's left is just what I really want to do. You know, the actions and the doing mode that I really want to do. I don't really want to do certain things. So I've got to clear the fog and say, okay, now I can see clearly what I want to do. And there's nothing stopping me. There's not my thoughts stopping me. Wow. And I was, I was watching some of your Instagram uh, stories. You were saying that you, you've really been doing a ton of um, Eastern philosophical reading. Um, and I was curious yeah. how much of this, because you guys don't think it's something, maybe in, in London, the life coach basing is more hybrid, but that's a really yeah. interesting take to be taking a, a coaching approach with the Eastern. How is that? Yeah, really sculpted what you do and how has that made your focus change? Yeah, yeah. For, for me, it's like with the coaching, like you said, it can it could just be the Tony Robbins style, like let's go and do this, let's go and do that. Actions, actions. And I, I also agree with actions and we only grow by doing things and getting over our fears and actions. But I also believe not everyone is cut out to just wake up every day and just do anything because we have doubts we have fears we have all of these internal struggles so for me the eastern philosophy and i guess general um way of approaching it is to get clear on what is true what is not what do you really want to do because sometimes you might realize that what you think you want to do is just you chasing your tail and chasing goals that don't matter anymore so for me, the, that spiritual part, that Eastern philosophy part is so important because that means I'm giving people true value. I'm giving them value that even if they didn't do anything, they just get into this state of peace and energy and then they can do stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like that little trick, the, the little psychological trick. The, the, yeah. Even the, the, the doing piece is good if you don't have that skill set, but it really... Yeah on a basis is just a neurological function. It's just you playing a game with your brain to get you to, to motivate stuff. I'm going to find leverage. I'm going to tell myself what I'm not going to be like, right? But what you're yeah. doing and why I love you so much is like, you feel this, like this is, this is, you know, in your soul, this is what you're here to do. And this yeah. is your purpose. How yeah. does somebody find that part of them? And I, that may be too deep. I don't think you're expecting us to talk about this deep. I, I, I just always want to ask you that. How, how, I guess, A, how are you sure? And B, how do you let this light emit through other people? Whether, because I, you know, it's spirituality. I feel like this is, it's very touching, right? These things are, are loving and it's great. But like, what if somebody wants to be a dentist? Like how, how does that whole process work? Yeah. So for me, like purpose like, I'll be honest, I, I don't know where I'm going to turn out or where I'm going to be. For now, in this moment, yeah, I know that these things are important to me and me talking about this stuff's great. 
maybe in a few years I'll be a different person. And I'm okay with that. I don't attach myself to this is me forever, right? That's the first mm-hmm. thing I like to tell people. Let's just talk about right now what you're feeling. Forget about thinking about the future 10 years time. That can change. You can be flexible. That's fine. I'm flexible as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just know that this is my purpose because it almost feels like so natural and so easy. I don't have to try to talk about philosophy or try and get you calm or try and have all of these techniques written down. It just comes through me. It's just intuition. It's just my nature, right? And when it's your nature, it just feels like you're going with the flow of life. Like if I was to describe it even in a more deep way, I'd say the seasons and the earth, it's all taking care of itself. It, it doesn't need all of this manipulation everything's just flowing naturally and that's how i approach it right i just flow naturally whatever feels good go and do it whatever doesn't feel good yeah i'll try it maybe and if it if it doesn't feel good then i won't do it basically and for someone to find their purpose i guess it's just it's a, it's a tricky one because it has to go to a place of feeling which is more visceral is more in your body so your thoughts might say, yeah, I want to be a dentist. And then I, was, I would question the person. I would say, okay, great, you want to be a dentist. Um, why? What's the why? And they might say, yeah, I just want to earn good money. I want to help people with their teeth. And if they say, if I, I might question them again. I might say, okay, why is that important to you then? We'll keep going deeper and deeper, right? Layers and layers. I'll keep asking the why behind the why. And then it might get to a point where the person will say, I just want to do it for money. And I'll say, fine, that's great. Let's do that. Or they might say, I want to do it because when I was younger, I had really bad teeth and everyone made jokes about me. Right. And that's a, that's a different purpose altogether. They have a passion now because they were made fun out of when they were younger. Now they want to help people. Like for example, with me, I was, I didn't have much confidence when I was younger. And people find that so hard to believe, but I've had to work on that. I've had to grow in that. And now I give people that. I help people with those things that I found hard when I was younger. So generally I find purposes are like deep purposes are based on things that someone went through when they were younger and they struggled with, or they have a deep passion for, right? They feel the pain of someone else or they want to help someone in a deep way, right? Mm. Wow. Yeah. And I was, I always think about what you're saying compared to, to myself. Cause just like um, the people stuff that we do now, now I would say it's more organic cause I really want to help people. But when I was younger, it was based in insecurity. I just want to be yeah. loved because yeah. I don't feel that way. And now it's just like this podcast is just a way to give back. So everybody could become more aware, become find their, their passion, their purpose, yeah. and really like what, they're meant to do but i i just think what you're saying is so key because that that even that that earlier piece there's a difference between what you're emotionally feeling and digging deeper and figuring out what you're really feeling because i feel like you know it's so easy to to just say i'm feeling angry it's just um, what what does that mean Mm -hmm. and i guess the rajra well why are you feeling angry and digging deeper and I, I guess these are things that for my meditation purposes, I you try to, and I've been doing the, the, the classics and, you know, in and out breaths when it gets to a certain point, I'm almost nervous 
to ask mm-hmm. the why and the deepness. And I was curious if you ever dealt with that or if anybody, if you if you're, if you're familiar with that kind of space of, because for you, it seems like it's easy to get deep, but I, maybe, you know, with yourself, it's a little harder. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean about the, the part when you get nervous? Is that what you're referring to? Yeah. Yeah. So like when I get to, you know, comedy, like, or yeah, yeah. comedy would be one of them. Like, why are you doing that? And I think yeah. being so early in a stage, you won't know until you're, you're doing it on a certain level and, and the feeling you get by really giving a great performance, which hasn't quite happened. And that's when I'll be able to know, but like you, I'm flexible. Yeah. Like I accept like, you know, I'm just kind of going with the flow. Yeah. Is there something to that? If you're nervous to step in, well, what's, well, why mm-hmm. do you feel that way and dig even deeper? Cause I'm good to get into a certain deep level, but not a yeah. Raj deep level. Should we say? Yeah, I think it gets scary. That's all. Yeah. I think it gets scary, right? Because mm. if we ask the question, then we have to. Then we might know the answer. We're scared to know the answer sometimes. It's like the classic thing where I will ask a client um, a deep question, and I'll see their face, and they're starting to get a feel for the answer, but they they kind of like nervous about saying it out loud because now they have to admit it, right? Um, and that can it can be hard for some people so for example if we take comedy and you say why am I doing it it might you might get some answer which you don't like or you might get an answer which um says you know this is this is why I'm doing it but what if it doesn't work out and you start getting these other doubts coming through because all the neurons start correct connecting right and then you might say well, I've spent so long on it already and it's not doing as well as I wanted. And then there's that whole sunk cost. I've already sunk all of this time into it. It's not going well. I've, you know, there's the emotional connection to all the time that you've had. So again, another answer might come out saying, you know, you're just not good enough. And all of these voices start connecting. So it, it can be scary. That's why people struggle to go deep and even to meditate and and sit in silence for five minutes. A lot of people have said to me they've they found it scary to even just do that because they don't they don't want to be alone with their thoughts. It it can be challenging. And I think I guess the less you meditate, the more voices you're going to hear because it's all this like these yeah. these webs that you're just kind of breaking through. Because um, for me, yeah. I think you know you kind of you hit one. A, a are you good enough? But there's other things to it, right? There's the B. Yeah. Is this? I want to make sure that I'm authentically an artist in a way where. I'm yeah. doing it genuinely. I'm doing it without cutting corners and I'm not doing it for the wrong reasons. That being vanity, that being, being light. And I don't think that's the answer, but that's always something that I've yeah. always gravitated towards that, yeah. you know, that great Scott, my, my, you know, that, that guy yeah. that I always want to make sure yeah. he stays away. Um, so that's yeah. kind of why it's, it's, I, I wanted to pose that to you because it's, um, it does get a little scary. It does. Yeah, and sometimes the other thing is sometimes we have this inner part of us, which they call like they can call it, the, you can call it the shadow part or the inner child, which when we, we were younger, we collected these beliefs, which have stayed with us, right? These fears. And it comes up for me still, even after all of this meditation, I still have challenges and fears. And am I doing this right? Am I doing the right thing? And it's just sometimes it's just whether we listen to it or not. It's like a voice that we hear. Like we we can listen to a crowd of people shouting and, you know, it depends. Do we listen to it? Do we believe it or do we not? We have a choice there. That's what meditation Mm -hmm. is. We have a choice. Yeah, no, you hit on a part because I've been reading. I've been reading a lot of Carl Jung, and that's kind of exactly the the shadow, the shadow archetype, that that piece that's, you know, 
the ego, the conscious ego doesn't identify with, but like the point you're saying, that's very interesting. Maybe not like, because I think a lot that comes up with this is like the intuition, listening to the voice, but like you pose the point, you don't have to listen to every single voice. Cause maybe some yeah. is coming from a, an unconscious part of your childhood. Like you, you, you said, exactly. wow. Yeah. Oh my God. And that's huge, right? Because we, it's, that's a massive concept. We, we believe everything is true that we're hearing. Right. And when I, as soon as I realized, I was like, it's not actually true. A lot of this is not true. It's just the way I, I describe it to people is it's, it's like when you're on Amazon and you get suggestions to buy this camera because you've been looking at other things. It's just uh, your brain doing the same thing. It's, it's saying, this is your history. This is your past. This is your data. This is what you've done. Here's a suggestion. This is how this is going to happen. Oh my God. That's how I see it, right? It's and like a, it. yeah. It's like a psychological projection exactly. of your personal inferiority, like just popping up from my mother controlling me as a child. Oh my God, Ron. Exactly. That's it. It's data. So then how, okay. So then, you know, we were, how are you supposed to, I guess you listen to the voices, but how are you really picking which ones, which way to go? Is it more than assessing it and maybe going away from that shadow type back to the, the conscious self and saying, well, okay, well, this makes sense rationally X, Y, Z. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a really, yeah, it's a really tricky one because it's so hard because the ego will be smart and it will be, it will disguise itself sometimes. Right. But for me, now I've come to this place where, you know, and I'd say it's not easy from the beginning. It's hard because there's so many voices, but now I've come to this place where it's almost like this quiet voice. If you can listen to all of these voices, just try and find this really quiet, quiet voice. Like if you were to imagine a crowd of people and you can hear them all shouting at you and screaming at you. That's usually the thoughts. That's usually the fears. They're shouting. They're so loud and you can hear them. But it's like you can move the crowd and underneath there's like this small little person who's in a different color from everyone else. And it's like whispering things to you and you can just about hear it. That's what I call the, the truth. And that's what, that's the thing I try to listen to. And it takes tuning into, like tuning into a radio station, you've got to find the right frequency, right? And it, it's kind of like feeling and thinking, okay, that one feels right inside my body. That voice sounds like good and it doesn't hurt to hear it. It's not loud and screaming at me. It feels true. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, absolutely. One thing that always sticks in my head with Young said was he said the shadow personifies everything that the subject refuses to acknowledge about itself. So that's kind of exactly, dude, you're fucking good at this Raj, man. Yeah. That's exactly what, what we're saying here. It's like, there's, I get, it could be like a, a maze, right? And there's all these mm. little different passages, but the tight passage, the narrow door that kind of has that truth to it. I guess you have to follow, yeah. follow the truth. Exactly. It's, it's as if you were in a maze and you can you can almost smell something which smells like truth and you've got to follow the smell and then you eventually find it, right? Dude, every time, man. You do, you do it every yeah. time. 
Wow. I've got to remember that and write that one down to, to tell the client next time. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I feel better. It's just me posing all these deep philosophical questions. Like, what's going on with these voices? If somebody, if everybody's listening <laughs> to this right now, just jumped in. We're not schizophrenic. We're talking about a little consciousness here. It's nothing. It's yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. too too bad, man. No, man. This 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 was uh this was great, Raj. What's been what, what do you got coming up? Uh, anything anything big with the uh the fitness or any any type of uh you know things you're doing? Yeah, so I'm going to be doing some workshops soon because it seems like that that seems like an exciting thing to do. I'm going to be just throwing free workshops up on um, my page. I'm going to host them on Zoom. They're going to be about topics like this, like life force and finding balance. And yeah, I'm just going to do them every now and then. And just whoever wants to join can join and, and hear and get some knowledge from me, basically. So that's the that's the biggest thing coming up. The fitness classes I've put on hold for now. So yeah, the, the workshops is probably my next focus. Beautiful. You're going to have to just uh, do, I, I really am digging these conversations. So the life force class, I'm taking you up. You got to just do it a little later yeah. for, for the big guy. Yeah, for you sure. Know? For sure. Cool. Thanks for coming awesome. on, Raj. Seriously, man. This is a good one. My pleasure, man. It's always my pleasure. Yeah, Raj, Raj, is, Raj is popping in here and there. I literally just asked yeah. him three days ago. I'm like, hey, I want to talk to you about <laughs> some stuff. <laughs> so yeah, I, you're, I really... You're, you're awesome. You definitely asked the right interesting questions that I, and the reason I come on is because you asked the things that I think everyone should hear, even if it find, if even if they find it so difficult and they think, oh, that Raj guy is so calm and whatever. Like, I'll tell you the truth. And I want to say this right now that this is not, this, I had to build these things. I had to work through these things. I didn't just wake up like this, right? So it, it definitely, I can definitely, um, understand everyone and i think everyone can benefit from just taking even a tiny piece of this and trying like i don't know a five minute meditation or writing down your thoughts for five minutes on a piece of paper or challenging yourself for five days to something so yeah you know that's that's the last thing i want to say is that i'm not a guru or anything i'm just a guy trying to help people find little tiny little things to improve their lives Exactly. And, and I feel that. And I, I think that's what people love us talking every time you yeah. come on. It's like, because they feel you being genuine and they're feeling me yeah. really struggling with like these topics. Cause I'm not a freaking philosophizer. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm yeah, just yeah, trying yeah. to, I'm just trying to talk it through with you. Um, and yeah. I think we do that pretty eloquently. So um, yeah, everybody sure. going to be keep, keep seeing Raj. I'm going to link all his stuff uh, below in the notes. Um, and that's really it, brother. It was a pleasure talking to you again. I'm going to talk to you like right after this on Instagram. So yeah. it's all good. Yeah, awesome. That's it. All right, everybody. As always, uh, stay safe, stay positive, stay blessed, all that good stuff. Tell your friends, share a like, all that freaking nonsense. But for now, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.